0: Sixty fifty nine fifty eight. Welcome to Inspiring You for Success, your ultimate guide to unlocking your full potential. Get ready to embark on a journey of empowerment as we count down to the start of today's episode. And now, please join us in welcoming your hosts, Gabe Ielts and Jacob Lyons. These visionary minds are here to guide you towards achieving the success you deserve. Gabe Eiltz, a seasoned expert in personal development, and Jacob Lyons, a dynamic co host with a passion for self discovery, are here to inspire, motivate, and empower you. Together, they'll explore the uncharted territory of unleashing potential, sharing actionable steps and game changing insights. As we near the start of the episode, get ready to dive deep into the world of personal growth, self belief, and the fascinating role of AI in unlocking your potential. 1098 So stay tuned, dear listeners. Your journey to success begins in 3, 2, 1, now. Hello,
1: everyone. I am Gabe, and I am joined here with Jacob. This is Inspiring You for Success, the podcast. And this episode is called Finding Your Passion and Purpose. Jacob, so let's hop straight into things. Last week on the last episode, do you remember the quote that i seen on Facebook uh, when we ended the last episode? I don't. You, have you don't. Handy? I actually do have it handy. That quote was, dumping money into your hobby is investing into your passion. Your passion is tied up into your purpose, which never let anyone determine your hobbies. So basically, that quote was saying, basically, exactly what I did when I started my IT business, EC Beta Solutions. That was always a hobby of mine. You know, I'd just use a couple bucks here, a couple bucks there to, you know, make money when I needed it, right? I loved computers. I loved troubleshooting them, doing all that. I turned my hobby basically into uh, not only my passion, but a business. And really you should not let anyone, you know, uh, tell you that your hobbies aren't going to go anywhere or that you can't turn a hobby into a business. This whole episode is going to be talking about uh, your passions and purpose and turning hobbies into a passion.
2: And that reminds me of a quote that uh, goes, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And I mean, if you're following your passions and your purpose and you're not really going to be working per se, you're just going to be really enjoying what you do. And it's going to grow as you do that.
1: You know, I I like that (laughs) quote, but at the same time, that is not at all pliable. Tell
2: me me what you mean about that. So basically,
1: rephrase that, or not rephrase it, but state that quote again for me.
2: So uh, the quote goes, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life.
1: I love my IT job. Mm -hmm. I love that I can, you know... I love the area in which I work. I love that working with computers. I love doing all this. But even if I'm not making a paycheck from it, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm still working. It's still work. I have to not only run you know work on fixing the computer in front of me i gotta worry about the finances i gotta worry about my next job coming up i gotta worry about this i gotta worry about that you know Mm -hmm. i can still love what i do be very passionate about what i am doing Mm -hmm. but still it still would be work you know like me let's say I can be very passionate about me taking a part in an Xbox, cleaning it out and stuff. I love doing it. I love seeing people's reaction as I'm doing it in front of them, you know. But I do not like every portion of it, you know. So you're not going to love everything that you're doing. So, But so- you're still going to, you know, there's a lot of give and take with that quote. Right. Is what I'm trying to get at.
2: So, so what you're saying is people have this delusion that, uh, if they do do exactly what they love, it's going to be 100% just easygoing and, 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 and roses and delusion. And-
1: I like that because that's exactly what that quote is. It's a delusion, just like the American dream. Oh no that's cancel well, that, culture but it's true <laughs> it's true it is a delusion painted by someone bigger than us mm-hmm. you know so I don't know
2: but you know I think uh, I think you're right because it takes um, if you're going to build anything that's worth having yeah. which which in, in a sense everyone wants to love what they do and build something on that yeah. it shouldn't be easy Because if it is, it won't be valuable.
1: Exactly. Where is the value of something being handed to you? If something, let's say, um, let's say, uh, let's... I'm trying to find an actual good example, not something that will make someone teary-eyed. Let's say... uh, You know, I'll use myself for example at this point then. Um, When my grandma passed away, uh, I got her car inherited to me. Um, I found value in her car because it was my grandma's car. But if it wasn't my grandma, it was a random stranger that handed that car to me. Oh, I would have used and abused that car, you know, because I didn't pay for it. I didn't care for it. So... Mm -hmm the going back to what you were saying uh things being easy uh something being handed to you you can think of it the same way if something's easy it's just the same as something being handed to you you're not going to care about it but when you're working through these challenges uh like i was saying i love that i can take apart you know someone's xbox but i don't like that i have to do it 24 7 now you know mm-hmm. or vice versa something like that i love what i do right but I know I can have employees doing that. I can focus on other things that I need to focus on, you know? So where I'm getting at basically is I find value in my business. I find passion in my business, but being repetitive about things Mm -hmm. can get really annoying really quick, too. Right.
2: Um, So um, another thing I hear you saying is as you develop value in something, it becomes purposeful. Yes. So it's kind of like a two-way street. As something is purposeful, you value it. As something is valuable, it becomes purposeful. Yes.
1: Yes. And I have no idea where I was going with this. Uh, We kind of just kind of hopped in here real quick, you know, and I actually skipped the introduction quite a bit and just hopped right into the recap. So, and, and you know, it's getting down to business, you know. I wanted to get this going, apparently. But yeah, so rap, dumping money into your hobby is something that you're passionate about, and your passion should be tied up into a purpose. Um, I'm gonna use my mother, for example, my biological mother. Uh, her, actually, I got a piece of artwork here, I'm gonna show you. So this right here is my daughter's moldable. It is beautiful. She makes these, okay? And this is, uh, she turned her, she's passionate about art. She turned her art into a business, right? She now has an Etsy link, a Facebook page, a uh, TikTok, all for her art. She's passionate about it. She dumped money into her hobby. In order to find passion into it. Look at this. This copper, that's expensive. You know? Yeah,
2: yeah. She had
1: to put the money into that first. Buy the copper. Make something before she can actually sell it for herself. You know? So, she was passionate about making this. Yes, it might have been for my daughter. But there's others like this on her website. Which is uh For You by the King's. Uh, Look it up on Etsy. Free shout out for my mom there. You know, hey, unexpected, but a good example here. You know, Mm -hmm. this is her passion. She had to pay for all the material first before she could do anything. She was passionate about art. She turned her hobby into that passion. And now she's using it as more of a purpose. The purpose was to give, in this instance, my daughter something... That she will have forever, you know, passed down to her daughter. You know, that was the purpose of her making this. I like that. So, I'm going to put this back before I break it. But, that was another good example of using your passions uh, to as a purpose. Or your hobby for a passion and your passion as a purpose, you know. Um, what do you got going on here? What do you think in here? I've been just kind of chatting.
2: Well, I was going to say um, your passion really requires you to kind of throw yourself out there and take a chance. It really if does. You're going to be passionate about something and you're truly going to follow through with that passion. You, you're not just going to stay on the sideline and be like, oh, you know, I might do this, I might do that. You're going to throw yourself out there. And you've got to, You've got to try. You have to. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're not following that passion and it probably isn't going to go anywhere.
1: Exactly. Um, we got to talking earlier about the podcast and I mentioned something about a project that I was going to do literally a couple years ago. But I had to put a halt on it because it was the middle of COVID and I could not do it. So um, for my viewers, listeners out there. Uh, And it's painstaking that I had to do this. I did not want to do this. I was right there when I put the end to it, too. Um, I was going to start a soup kitchen for Gratiot County. Um, I literally had paid the attorney the $1,400 to do all the legal stuff for me, make sure that I am 100%, you know, a nonprofit, uh, did everything I needed to in personally, in order to do this, but when it came time to me actually getting, you know, $1,400 for the attorney fees at that time, I pulled that out of my own pocket. I wasn't asking anyone for funds at that time. I had to pay for all of that myself. I ran myself dry trying to do that, you know. I had to step back. Something I'm very passionate about uh starting a soup kitchen. I've always said I wanted to do it. Um, when I lived in Saginaw, there was a random, uh, it wasn't random, there was a homeless guy pulling on... One of the main expressways, uh, getting off the exit, holding a sign. He was just asking for food, you know. And I looked at the wife. I'm like, hey, I'm going to run out to McDonald's, get him a couple McChickens, get him a Diet Coke and a fry. And I did. I ran there. I got all that for him, ran back around. The man started crying. You know, that's really what started my passion with wanting to start the soup kitchen because I know there's people out there that are struggling, you know. Mm-hmm. And it killed me having to halt the project because I myself couldn't dump any more funds into it. I needed to wait for the government to actually approve me to be 100% a nonprofit in order to get funds to actually continue with the project, you know. Uh, I had to put a halt to it because I did not have the funds at the time. So that's another reason where inspiring you for success kind of stems from because later on down the road, inspiring you for success is actually going to be the source for the soup kitchen. Honestly, I am going to funnel a lot of funds from inspiring you for success into the soup kitchen because it falls along the line of someone's success, you know, so it's. It pains me talking about it, and I honestly did not really want to talk about it, but I feel like it's a very good, compelling uh, example of a passion. And sometimes you do need to be able to step back, you know, think how can you actually do this, you know? I needed to find, I can't go out and ask someone for the funds, but I can ask my own business for the funds. So if I can come up funds through my business, I can, you know, the fact there I'm trying to come up with the money in order to do what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta be, we talked about it, uh, last week, uh, mastering your mindset, being resilient and mm-hmm. confronting challenges. That was the challenge for me was the funding. Mm-hmm. So I needed to come up with a way that I can do the funding and, it might take me five, 10 years before this project actually can actually take effect again and go full force. But at least I'm working my way towards my goal to get there.
2: Absolutely. I think uh, mindset has a huge, huge part to play in, uh, in getting there, especially with the long-term goals. Yeah. Um, and for anyone out there listening, um, if you want to know more about mindset, you should probably check out our last episode. Yes, for mindset.
1: sure. Uh, For sure, because it will tie into your passions and your purpose, too. Uh, Your mindset ties into everything. And I 100% recommend going and watching that episode or even listening to it. It's available on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify. It's available on YouTube, Facebook. You know, we're branching out more places for the podcast, too. Uh, and we're having to dump money into the podcast in order to do this for you guys. Um, since we started podcast, podcast, um, we're probably, myself, I probably dumped about three, $400 into the podcast. Just the podcast. Not talking the equipment that you already had or anything, you know. Uh, for storage, for, you know, Dropbox. Uh, the right. equipment... Or the recording software that we were previously using, we no longer need anymore. You brought that for us, thank you for that. Um, we're I'm tight, I'm passionate about inspiring you for success. I am dumping these funds into inspiring you for success, and we're not expecting anything out of it right now, right? We're not. Um, we we got ad sponsorship slots. We can be monetized depending on how many listeners we have, but we're not expecting that out of a start, you know. Um, we started dumping money into our passions, you know, and we're gonna continue doing that. But in, it's investing into your passion, like that quote said. You know, your passion is tied into a purpose. I believe my purpose was to inspire people, to lift people up, help people through, you know, their treaded waters, you know. I've always felt like that was my purpose in life. And that's why I'm dumping all this money into Inspiring You for Success, the podcast. Um, I said I dumped $300 into the podcast alone. Now think about how much I've probably dumped into inspiring you for success in the last year and a half, two years I've been doing this. You know?
2: Quite a bit, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I hate to do this. I would like to pause here, though. Okay. I have my baby downstairs, (laughs) and I hear her crying, so I would like to help the wife real quick. Um, We're just going to, when it comes to editing... Pick up where we left off. I ain't even going to edit this part out. So. Um,
2: oh, you mean uh, are we going to stop recording and then...
1: Just pick straight up where we were.
2: Let's do it. Okay. All righty.
1: I am going to go check on my daughter. All right. And we are back after that brief intermission. I wanted to make sure my daughter was doing all right. She's down there with her mama. Um, we're going to move on to segment two real quick, which is going to be discussing the concept of passion, purpose, and why... They are important in life. Um, would you like to hop in here, Jacob, and give us a couple examples here?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I decided to take kind of a interesting view on these things instead of just like a stereotypical, you know, definition that you get off of Google. I okay. think purpose is the ability to see things that others can't and pursue them.
1: Like I like that. Like
2: having a purpose um for example like with inspiring you for success you seen something that everybody else didn't really see and you're like i'm gonna go and get that yeah i think that's that's awesome you know i
1: I actually like where you're going with that because actually in my notes i have the definitions of purpose and i have the definition of passion so then uh your definition of purpose was really good and i like that so what would be yours on passion then
2: passion would be the willingness to follow through with the purpose, you know? Okay. It's kind of like a uh, purpose is setting the goal. Passion is the fuel that you have to get that goal, you know?
1: Very yeah. well said, very well said actually. And I could not have said that better for myself. Um, so like I said, I was just going to give you guys um, the definitions, but my also, my wife also mentioned that it's, a feeling or ambition of something that is importance, that has importance to it, too. Mm -hmm. So uh, the ambition would be, you know, the passion, right? Mm -hmm. And the um, purpose would be the importance at that point. Right. So I thought that was a very good example, too. Um, I wanted to get her... Uh, opinion on things too. Just bring another opinion on some things here too. Uh, so there's going to be quite a few segments where I'm going to be mentioning something that my wife said because uh, I asked her for help in these note takings here and there a little bit here. Um, so what about individuals that have found their passion? Um, do you have any examples for that?
2: Um, one person that I, I that came to mind with this was David Gamas. Okay. Which I don't know if, uh, well, a lot of people out there probably know who we're talking about, but he is an incredible example of somebody who pretty much came from nothing, came from an abusive home, he struggled with obesity, and he overcame all of his issues, not only just to overcome them, but to encourage others to go and to overcome and to, as he says, stay hard.
1: Right. And uh, that's actually a really good uh, example because I was going to use inspiring you for success for my example of things. Uh, Basically, uh, it was, I started inspiring you for success just because I wanted to help people succeed. I wanted to be able to see others succeed. And I felt that was my purpose was to um, bring people to the realization that their life has more purpose than just sitting at home. Doing your life is more when you start setting goals and doing more with it, and that is my purpose. I believe is to help people realize that for themselves.
2: Oh, absolutely! Yeah.
1: Um, let's use I have Gary V here for another example. On the man started his own business in 1998. He was the first person to sell wine on the internet right? I
2: didn't know
1: that. You didn't know Gary Vee? He was one of the first people to sell, actually, he was the first person to sell wine on the internet back in 1998. Wow. That's yeah. Um, so he, basically, well, he, he had a passion for, you know, wine now, obviously, you know, he's seen something like that. And then uh, he felt it was his purpose to uh, bring people to the realization that uh, the internet back in 1998 could be a e-commerce thing for uh, businesses, basically at that point. So it was Gary V that really started the converse uh, st- stuff that we see nowadays. Right. To be honest with you, he, uh,
2: and like uh, he he seen something that nobody else did in that market, and you know he,
1: he found a appreciate. passion and a purpose in it. Basically, yeah. he yeah. found passion in wine, and he thought the purpose for selling it would be online you know i mean horrible example of saying it like that i mean gary v himself can give you a better uh, example on why he probably started it i wish we could have him as a guest star that would be awesome have gary v here that would be awesome anyways i see phoebe peeking (laughs) her hands underneath the door here she's she she does uh Honestly, she can climb underneath these doors. For you guys that don't notice, um, we, from last recorded podcast and this recorded podcast, we are actually in a whole different area. Um, I just moved from Mount Pleasant to Elma, and... We, this entire weekend, all the way up till the podcast, I have actually been moving. So um, everything's kind of hectic, and we're kind of recording this in between moving and that. Uh, but I wanted to keep that consistency with uploading the podcast on Wednesday. So I made it um, my goal to actually have the recording done this weekend. Um, I am passionate about the podcast. I'm going to go and do any means possible to make sure the podcast is serving its purpose. And if we miss a week, we lose out on that consistency. We lose out on viewers and listeners. We lose out on uh, quite a bit more. Right. So I wanted to make sure that I am keeping with that goal of being consistent. Um, last week, I almost forgot. To write my blog posts, so for the week, every weekday, inspiring you for success actually has a blog post that's released on its website. And Monday morning, I woke up for work. I'm like, damn it, I forgot my blog posts. So I'm sitting here, hurry! I'm trying to write all my blog posts out real quick, you know, before work. Um, it. I'm passionate about inspiring you for success, so I'm making sure I am trying to hit these deadlines, too. Um, being passionate about something, it's not just about determination. It's not just about consistency. It's not just about your mindset. It, it, multiple roles that will help hone in that passion. You For get sure. what I'm yeah. kind of getting um, at there?
2: Um, another thing, i, I mean, I'll bring it up again, Um, especially with like what you're saying with your blog posts, it took having the mindset of, I have to get this done today. I have to get the blog post written. We have to get this podcast out. That was a huge part of what it, what it takes to stay consistent. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. Um, so the next segment in the podcast here is actually add, uh, wow, ad sponsorship spots. So uh, we do not have an ad sponsor for today, uh, oddly enough. Uh, so if you would like to be an ad sponsorship for our podcast, feel free to reach out. We will 100% ambassad- be ambassadors to your brand, to your products. Um, if Honestly, only if we see it fit. If we see it applicable to our listeners, viewers, or ourselves and has an actual use, we will 100% be an ambassador to your brand or product. So if you would like to reach out to me or Jacob personally on our Facebooks, I'm verified, so find me with the check mark. Or you can look up Jacob Lines, reach out to him. Uh, either one of us you speak to um, for an ad sponsorship spot on the podcast, we will 100% be willing to if we feel like your brand, product, or company uh, falls along the line of our purpose.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, it would be that'd be awesome.
1: Um, another thing that we're doing too is guest stars. Uh, if you would like to guest star, maybe you're an in, uh, individual in a certain industry that uh, you feel like you excelled at and you want to tell your story. Um, you know what? 989-289-5839. If you have anything you want to say, uh, inspirational story, um, anything of that sorts, give me a call. I will send you to voicemail, and you can leave that in voicemail, and that voicemail might wind up in our podcast. I was you know? going to
2: say, would we we would have a, a spot for questions and uh um just general uh, trivia from people uh, that sent in yeah. texts or.
1: Yeah. Uh, again, nine nine two eight nine five eight three nine. That's my personal phone number. If I don't recognize you, uh, I will send you to voicemail. If I notice it's something for EC, I will give you a call back. If I notice it's something for the podcast. I probably won't give you a call back, but if you listen to the podcast, you very well might find your voicemail on the podcast, guys. So uh, that's something new, uh, something that I just kind of threw in right then and there. We spoke about it, what was it, a week or two ago about having call in, you know, Q&A and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just figured, throw it in there. We'd
2: love to hear from you. Yeah,
1: exactly. We want more uh interaction with our listeners and our viewers. Um, I actually hopped on Facebook recently. Uh, And said, hey, for next episode, we want some of your guys' inspirational stories, you know. And I had everyone heart in the post, but no one was giving me their uh, inspirational story or anything, guys. Uh, You you guys got to feel comfortable in telling your story. Because your story might inspire other people. That is why Jacob and I are sitting here in front of you guys right now doing this. Because we want to inspire others. And that's what we were asking is if anyone wanted to help us inspire others. So uh, feel free. Give me a call. Um, Reach out to us on Facebook if you want to be a sponsor. Um, Leave a voicemail if you're interested in being a sponsor or guest star, or you can even click on our website if you want to be a guest star too. Uh, You'll find two separate booking flows for uh, website bookings for uh, guest stars. And then there's also another booking flow for uh, the Ignite Your Success Journey program uh, through Inspiring You for Success, too. Uh, Jacob, was there anything you really wanted to add into the sponsorship spots?
2: Yes. um, Well, more of the um, sharing your stories. Okay. Um, There's a lot of people who will think, oh, you know, my story, it's it's nothing. It's not significant. It's not incredible. You know, like all the other, other stories of all these famous people that i've heard of How are them? you going to
1: know that if you don't get it out there?
2: Well, here's the thing, not just that, but i have heard people tell their stories that they didn't think were significant and somehow another person connected to it in a way that they weren't ever ever expecting. Exactly. So you never you never know. You never know.
1: Yeah, you really that's why we're here doing this now. We don't know, we don't know all of our listeners and viewers right now, but we know we're connecting with you guys in some form or fashion, right? So that's exactly what we're trying to do. Get our listeners more involved with us. That is what we're trying to do, you know. Um, We're not trying to just be involved with our listeners. We want you guys to be involved with us. Quite literally. It makes the podcast better. It makes your guys' lives better, you know. Uh, maybe it was something tragic and you just wanted to talk about it, you know. Uh, you left me a voicemail. And maybe I point out every light in that moment you never know right so reach out
2: i was gonna say or even a funny moment that we could just laugh about and share with everyone else
1: yeah who knows maybe you leave me a voicemail and it's just completely hilarious you wrote a comedian skit or something we might throw it in there you know and encourage you to keep doing that you know that's what we're here for um let's continue on here uh to segment three here uh, this is connection between passion and purpose. Uh, Jacob here, let me scroll down for you here. Uh, I think you scrolled past it for me. I sure did. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Why don't you give us uh, your, explain one's passion that often tied into their purpose here.
2: Um, you know, I think this is, well, this specifically we could probably spend hours on. Oh, yeah, I for sure. I think that where passion meets purpose is where boredom dies. If when you have a purpose and you're passionate about it, you're not just sitting there, oh, what am I going to do? How am I? You're trying to get it. Even if you don't know how, you're doing things to better yourself, to build a plan. You're writing down what you want to do. You're you know, buying things for your passion. You just You're not just sitting there stagnantly waiting. You're out there doing
1: it. You said finding, um, what was it? Uh, Connecting your passion between purpose. And you said that connection is where boredom dies. Mm -hmm. And I really, really, really like how you worded that. Because not only is it where boredom dies, but it's also where your ambition grows.
2: Absolutely. I like that.
1: And... uh, Going into where your boredom dies and your ambition grows. um, If you're not bored, you're going to be ambitious about something. It's just as simple as that. If you're not bored, sitting there doing nothing, there's something. uh, I seen something on Facebook the other day. Uh, Actually, it was last night. You can tell when someone has passion about something. It's going to be the way they talk. They're not going to be gloating. It's they're passionate about what they're talking about. It's the way they walk. It's the way they speak, you know, walk, talk, speak, carry it You can tell when someone is passionate mm-hmm. about something. It might be uh, in the grocery store, you know. Uh, we were up in there earlier. We were running to that store like we own the thing, you know. And all we were trying to do is get chairs to sit in, you know we went in there we we're passionate about what we were going to get the product we were getting for you know so we went in there we got what we came for and left you know people could tell we were in a hurry not really that we we're in a hurry but we had purpose to behind what we were doing you know i couple people looked at us you know it was like hey what's going on with them they look like they're in a hurry to get something done you know they're just carrying chairs that's weird mm-hmm. you know um I want to explain how uh, one's passion is often tied up in their purpose so when I was growing up I always had an interest in computers I always said that I was going to build uh, them for my own. Now, if you look at me, I own my own IT. business, EC Beta Solutions. I had passion for building computers, and I always wanted to help my friends and family when they needed something done. And that led me to that passion led me towards a purpose, which was to help people uh, help individuals that don't know how to fix their uh, electronics. you know? Um, could you replace your screen if you cracked your screen? Probably not. You see, I found purpose in my passion, basically. Uh, Not everyone knows how to fix their phone screen or knows how to troubleshoot something going on with the computer. So my purpose is to help people that need it. It's always been that. No matter what business I open, you're always going to see the passion behind it is me helping someone in some fashion.
2: You know, um, this kind of ties into the next point here, and it's a, kind of a question that I wanted to ask viewers. You need to define if you're passion driven or purpose driven, because if you're it,
1: explain the difference,
2: there's two totally different. Because like with somebody who is purpose driven, they'll set goals. They'll I want to do this. I want to to start a business. I want to open a store. But they don't have the motivation to go and or or the passion, I should say, to go out and take steps to go and achieve it.
1: So are you saying that a lot of people are either one or the other and don't know how to like evenly balance them both?
2: Well, or I was going to say that that's the the purpose driven or there's the passion driven where they don't really have an end goal. Like they're passionate about art. They love drawing art, but there's no end all purpose like selling the art or creating a business around it they just have this raw passion for something but it's not really going anywhere and so you really need to define am i purpose driven i set goals but i don't really achieve them or am i passion driven you know i'm really i i love doing this certain thing but there's no goal in the end Okay,
1: so I want to kind of use a Facebook video. I ain't going to go and search for it right now. I'm sure you've seen it. I recently <clears throat> seen it on Facebook. Uh, it was a guy in his mug collection, of all things, right? Mm-hmm. And this, uh, tele- our TV crew is all up in I've there. I've seen this, Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. and the microphone boom hits the ceiling fan, and my heart sank instantly because not only do I have a passion, but I also have purpose. That man's passion was those mugs. He might not have a purpose to collecting those mugs, but he was passionate about collecting those mugs. Mm-hmm. And just seeing the disappointment when that uh, microphone boom arm went and knocked out his entire collection, I, I it devastated me personally, because I knew he had passion. In collecting those mugs and as a person myself that has not only passion but purpose you can look at both my businesses one is more passionate and one is more purposeful you know so i'm kind of a find in between kind of guy and i was you can be Where you were saying that it's either one or the other, you can be an in-between. I consider myself an in-between. I am passionate about inspiring you for success, but I also are... No, hold on. Sorry. I did that wrong. I am passionate about uh, EC Beta Solutions, but I am more purposeful about inspiring you for success.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And uh, how I can describe that for my viewers is EC Beta Solutions that was my hobby, right? I always had passion in computers, but like I said earlier, I felt like my purpose was to help people, you know? And that's why I find myself as a more in-between because I have a business that has a passion that I'm passionate about, but I also have a business that has a purpose and I keep to my purpose. Basically, um, uh, in my notes here, so um, uh, investing in your passion is not about just spending money. It's also about the knowledge you gain uh, towards those goals and successes. It also comes in other ways like connections you make with certain people. Jacob, you were mentioning last episode how you made a connection with someone during your clinical trials uh, that your passion for um, your line of work, basically, you know, led you to the purpose of reaching out to this individual. And I I honestly don't know where I was going with that. And I think I keep getting those both backwards. And I got to stop doing that for myself because then the viewers are going to think that they're interchangeable and they're really, they can be depending on how you apply them. But you guys got to understand the difference between a passion and a purpose. And I keep kind of intertwining those. But uh, I'm going to just read you as my notes say it. Then uh, It's also about the knowledge that you gain uh, and you, uh, you can use towards your goals and successes. It also comes in other ways like connections with certain people like uh, Jacob mentioned last episode, he made a connection during his clinical trials and that landed him into his current position, uh, where, uh, just being involved in having a consistent level or, uh, wow, consistent level where people are starting to notice you that you have passion and Wow. I don't know where I was going in this little note here at all. I don't Honestly, even understand.
2: I think, uh, I think there's a good
1: point. you kind there. of catching on what I yeah, was saying. When you,
2: when you have a passion for something, you start making connections that you didn't otherwise make.
1: There we go. That's what exactly what I was trying to get at. And I'm glad that you were able to depict that from my notes here. Right. Um, because I sure as hell didn't. And I'm the one that wrote it. <laughs> wow. Um... Were you, was there anything else you would like to add on to what I was kind of getting at there?
2: Um, not really, but I will say that you don't realize the connections that you can make once you start being purposeful about your passion. You know, exactly. When you set goals and you start achieving those goals and you allow your passion to drive you forward to achieve what it is that you have found purpose in, sorry that was the cat yeah <laughs> um you start finding these these connections that you're like wow i did, I never realized that
1: exactly you know, I never
2: thought that that would happen
1: yes for sure so uh let's talk about some of the obstacles then um when it comes to your passion and purpose then um oh wait did you go through all your notes you have quite a bit here
2: i yeah i, I went through uh
1: you did too, okay, so we're gonna move on to segment four, which is uh overcoming obstacles then um other people's negativity is an absolute and are is an absolute uh killer when it comes to it uh so why is it can i did I not grammar check my notes at all? I must not have because I can't even understand my own notes. that's all good. So let me read these real quick. Um... Um, you know, I, uh,
2: I'll go through some of my notes while you're reading yours. Okay, yeah, uh, so
1: it's not good sign right, here. right.
2: I was going to say, sometimes people will, they won't know what their passion is. A lot of times um, this comes to, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to pick a career, but I don't know what I want to do. Right. The main thing that I tell people is go out and try things, experiment. Um, you can go out and you can uh, observe. Say, ah, you know what? Maybe I'd want to be a nurse. Go out and and uh, go in that environment and be like, I want to observe that what they do and on a day to day basis. Okay. Or, 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 you know, whatever job that you're interested in, go out and observe it. Like, get into that environment and see if that's what you'd really want.
1: i get a question for you, Ben. Have you ever watched the movie Founders? I don't think so. Oh, that is such a good movie. It is available on Pluto TV right now, I believe. Um, I just watched it the other day. Every time I just get a little itch of McDonald's, for whatever reason, I want to watch Founders. Hmm. And the reason for it is... What do you think McDonald's is? You think it's a burger joint? Um, what do you think of McDonald's when the I name is said?
2: Not very healthy, but, but uh, yeah, a fast food place.
1: Most people would assume that McDonald's is actually a fast food place. But if you actually watch the movie Founders, you very quickly start to realize that it's not really a fast food place. It's a real estate company. Really? You look at the stock market, you will see that McDonald's is more of a. What? Hold on a second. He was on the
2: play pack.
1: Okay, bud. Um, if you look at McDonald's uh, at the stock market, you will see that it says McDonald's Real Estate. It is a real estate company, it's not just a burger joint. Uh, In the movie, uh, give me, Ray Croc is the guy's name, right, that owns the real estate agent. And the original McDonald Brothers, um, one is Dick, I'm trying to remember the other name. Dick and Don, something like that. Um, Hmm. I don't remember the other one's name off the top of my head, but... Halfway through the movie where Croc finally decided, you know, he started seeing that he should be in real estate because he was franchising a bunch of McDonald's, you know. Uh, He had absolutely no say what was going on inside the store, you know. So he figured, uh, his attorney actually brought it up to his attention, that he can buy the land, control the land, you know, uh, and still keep things up to a... McDonald's quality at that point. So the McDonald's brothers, the original brothers, have full control of what's inside, what goes on inside of McDonald's. The Speedy system, they designed it. You know how they were the, they designed the Speedy system when it first came out. You know, the Croc, he literally just took their concept, duplicated it, bought the land so he can kick out the, um, Uh, franchisees, basically, uh, that weren't up to his code, you know, keeping up to his, what am I getting at here, keep up to his quality of stuff, basically, McDonald's brothers were, their big thing is when they tried franchising themselves, not everyone had the same quality, everyone was putting their own food on the menu, you know, and mcdonald's if you go to mcdonald's today any mcdonald's that you go to is going to have the same menu right Mm -hmm. um and that is because of what Croc did right Croc. um he was able to enforce uh the quality of things more by being a real estate agency versus being a burger joint Mm
0: -hmm. in his
1: eyes um it's real shitty what he did he actually wound up you, it's kind of ironic. You remember growing up, McDonald's always said, uh, frequently feeds 2.7 million miles a year. Mm-hmm. You know? That's actually how much he bought McDonald's name from the McDonald's brothers. At the end of the movie, it was 2.7 million dollars. Mm-hmm. Each one of the brothers got a million dollars after taxes. That was it. Dang. Yeah. And after that, they completely fell off the face of earth. Most people would have thought, oh, you know, you know, the founder of McDonald's is actually, you know, a McDonald brother or something. mm Nope. Wow. Not one bit.
2: You know, um, i kind of, uh, weirdly enough, that made me think of something weird. When you said that it's the same at every store, um, it is for the majority of the time, but if you go to, like, other countries where there's McDonald's, It's completely different because you
1: start losing those qualities or um, when you get, let's say China, you you look at Chinese food versus American food, totally different culture in general. So they got to be able to keep up with that culture over there.
2: Well, here's what this made me think of when you're approaching how you uh, like approaching how you fulfill a purpose. It's going to be different how you do it in, in different environments
1: you know okay so um okay let's use the mcdonalds brothers okay and raycock which is the owner of the real estate agency okay. right for mcdonalds right so you got to think uh the passion and purpose behind the mcdonalds brothers they were passionate about getting food to people as quickly as possible and they thought that was their purpose versus Ray Kroc he thought he saw the passion in franchising and gaining the money and his purpose was to just grow McDonald's
0: right he wanted
1: there was two different ideas for one single entity basically mm-hmm. and He very shittily went at it, and now no one knows the McDonald's brothers. Would you have thought McDonald's brother, there was two of them that started McDonald's?
2: Not really, unless I had heard that before, but if I hadn't heard that, then yeah, I wouldn't have. I probably wouldn't have known
1: that. Yeah, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners and viewers are probably going to go out and watch The Founders now. They're going to find it. Um, it, Because I do recommend watching it because it is an incredible uh, movie to watch because it definitely paints a perspective on uh, what happened way back then, and it paints a very good picture of where McDonald's really stemmed from, came from. Uh, it came from two brothers that just had a passion for food and thought their purpose was to create a super efficient system to get food out the quickest to people. Versus Ray Kroc, his purpose was to grow the business and his passion was the money, Right. you know, and, and, and two different mindsets. Again, one entity, two different mindsets. Right now, let's talk about uh, we mentioned it a little bit earlier. You and I, we come from two totally different lifestyles. Um, Yes, we met at Meijer. We both were raised 100 percent differently. We both had different type of schooling uh, and we both really never met each other up till actually it was three years ago. Last podcast, I said it was about five. It was more three. Um, But two different people that come together share the same passion and purpose at this point, and it's to inspire the world, you know? Uh, You're not always going to get that, Uh, especially when it comes to uh, your relationship, almost, too. Um, My point of view is different from my wife's point of view. My wife's passion and purpose is different from my passion and purpose, but we're still going to feed off of each other to make sure that not only ourselves are fulfilled, but our passions and purposes are fulfilled too. You know what I'm getting at here? Um, it's... I don't know where I'm getting at. I'm glad you do, so...
2: <laughs> um. It is interesting to see how how, uh, two different people who can come from totally different backgrounds can can sort of align to have the same passion and work towards the same purpose. Yeah. Um, And I think that there's a lot that can be said between that because, again, that's a connection that neither of us probably seen coming but opened up because of our passion, you know? Yeah. And um, that just goes to show that You know, again, when you, when you really go for your passions, you're going to find connections that you didn't, you didn't see coming. And especially, especially never undermine the ones that you'll find in your mind for yourself. The, uh, you'll, you'll see something and you'll be like, oh, well, that's how I can improve this. This is how I can get better at that. And those connections will make you grow and you'll be more able to, um, achieve that purpose. And so I mean you'll you'll only grow by going towards your passion.
1: And I completely hundred percent agree with that segment or that statement there, Jacob. So uh, let's talk about um, I want to go talk over uh, sponsorships again. I want to just introduce the idea to you guys. Um, if you're a brand, a company, or you have a product that you want to get your word out even more, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, we have we want to be able to have three different sponsorship spots between you know the hour and a half podcast that we are doing. Uh, we also want to be able to have guest stars, guys. So if you want to be a guest star, you're passionate about some kind of um, let's say industry in general. We're talking about how my uh, mother is passionate about art. How we are passionate about uh, helping others uh, be successful. Uh, How Ray Kroc was passionate about money, and how the McDonald's brothers were passionate about coming up with a speedy, efficient way to get food out to customers. You know, Um, we're gonna. If you guys have a passion, purpose, or even um, just want to talk to us, reach out, please. Uh, We would love to include more people into the podcast, include more companies into the podcast, include more content into the podcast.
2: Absolutely.
1: Uh, We're going to go into uh, segment five. We literally just rewrote this uh, segment right before uh, we started recording. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, It was something that Jacob just kind of bounced an idea off of me real quick. And I'm like, let's see what happens. So. Jacob, all right. Sorry about that guys. Uh, we had to cut out real quick. Uh, we are currently at segment five, uh, listener stories and questions. Jacob, would you like this? Kick this off?
2: Yes. This was a new segment that we kind of just pieced together right before we uh, hit record. Uh, yeah. so we'll see how it goes. Um, the first question that is for you is, uh, can you recall a moment in your life or an experience that ignited your passion for what it is that you do
1: okay yeah so i want to we already kind of discussed this a little bit already um going back to uh, the homeless man that i fed on the side of the road he was just holding a sign it didn't ask for drugs and then it asked for money it strictly said i am hungry and can you get me food that is all it strictly said so I ran to McDonald's real quick. I got him two McChickens. I got him a large Coke, diet Coke. And then I got him a fry, large fry, you know. I went back to him, uh, handed him the food. The man was crying because no one would do that for him, you know. And that's really what ignited my passion for wanting to start the soup kitchen. Uh, and I had to put the soup kitchen in the background uh, because I couldn't allocate the funds, uh, uh, at the point that I needed. Uh, so basically what I'm trying to do now is, uh, if I personally cannot go out there and ask people, you know, because I'm not a nonprofit yet, uh, ask people to, donate to me. I got to figure out how I can do it myself. So I got businesses that I can, you know, use to funnel funds into my other business basically. Uh so basically what we're going to have is kind of like a what, what do you call it a Mendel effect almost? on uh, something. Basically uh we have a, this bigger company that's Underneath this company, that's underneath this company, and then controls this, 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 and this, and this company. You know, it's kind of gonna be something along that line, basically. I'm gonna have one big company at the top that's gonna be, you know, the structure, the root, you know, holding everything together. Mm -hmm. Then I'm gonna have, you know, another one of my companies. Let's say this is gonna be strictly financial. Uh, company strictly for my finances. You know, this is in charge of running all my companies. This is my finance company. This one's going to be my structure company, you know, it's truckers, all my businesses, you know, and then underneath those, I'm going to have, you know, EC beta solutions, inspiring you for success, the soup kitchen, um, later on down the road, I want to do, um, I'm really into, um uh, uh track and stuff when it comes to cars and stuff i want to send my car down the track maybe i start a business doing that you know mechanic shop it all is gonna funnel down and break down uh basically so uh and that's really what sparked my purpose was the homeless man because i am gonna be using funds from my other companies to funnel into the soup kitchen later on down the road basically
2: that's awesome it that sounds like uh a- you know, pillars that you have that hold up a roof of purpose.
1: Exactly. And that's really what it is. Um, And that's the best way I can kind of do a business perspective and explain it to you guys. Kind of, I don't know, hand gestures here. Um, uh, Jacob, how do you sustain your passion and motivation over a long term, especially when it comes to a challenging time?
2: So I think this really has to do with value. Okay. If I really, really value what it is that I'm passionate about and um, I, you know, I'm willing to go out and get it, you really have to persevere through whatever challenges that it is that you, you face.
1: I have a quick question. Uh, follow up a question with a the question then. Uh, yeah. How can you have, how do you have value in something you're passionate about?
2: That's a very it's a, that's a very individual question, okay. Because every person's going to find value and something that they find passionate about. That somebody else might think, well, that's stupid, you know. And that's a, a lot of that is the the visionary in that person. Like you're very Mindset. passionate. Yeah, that's you're you're very passionate about inspiring you for success. Somebody else might look at it and think, of, and, and oh, all hard. they're
1: talking about is this, this, and this. This is stupid. Right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, and, and but but to you it's very you're passionate about it and you see purpose in it and obviously so do I because I'm here. Right. Um so it, it's very it's a very individual thing. But when it comes to staying motivated and staying even staying purposeful about your goals, you need to choose to persevere through those hardships and you will see growth. Yes. When you when you overcome that obstacle it's so rewarding and it so creates a opportunity for you to find ways to grow that you didn't even know existed. Oh, for so, sure. I mean, it's just, it, it becomes just like you were saying, just like the mindset, it becomes less of a, oh, you know, there's another obstacle and here's another way I can learn. You know, let's, what, let it, let What's it What's the
1: illusion? Right so now. when we started the podcast, uh, we were testing things, right? uh last podcast episode we had a green screen here you know did not here because this is a whole different building and a whole different area at this point uh but there was a green screen behind us so we wanted to see what we can do to fix things adjust things you know make things a little bit better um and you guys might notice I hope you guys laugh because this is actually kind of funny the shirt that Jacob's in It's been washed, don't get me wrong. Actually, the shirt I wore last podcast episode. And the reason why Jacob is in this shirt is because the shirt he's currently wearing underneath it is too close to the shadowing on the wall. And the equipment and the program that I'm using it when we were testing was contradicting with what I wanted to do with the background. So I had to come up with a solution and I was downstairs talking with my wife. I'm like, it's his shirt that's affecting it. I don't know if it's the material, if it's the color, what it was. But as soon as you put this shirt on and we did it, I, you know, took my equipment, did what I needed to do real quick. And I'm like, oh, shit, this looks amazing. You know, It was just finding a solution. It was something that we were getting hung up on for how long were we trying to figure that out? Shoot, at least
2: a good 30 minutes.
1: At least. It could have been more to 45 to an hour, honestly. Uh, We were trying to figure that out and it was just something as simple as changing your shirt, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's where a lot of people get hung up. Um, If we wanted to have thrown that shirt on you, we were just going to go ahead and record, you know? Uh, But... Other people, they would have been like, no, if it's not working, we can't do it, you know? And that's another thing, too. You were talking about being resilient to the challenges and stuff like that when it comes to your passion and purpose. Um, again, going back to last episode, how we said uh, just in the middle of your day, something as simple as a shirt can throw off your entire attitude for it, you know? Right. Um. I want to ask you this uh, question, or no, actually, it's your question, isn't it? I was
2: going to say, yeah, Yeah. yes. Can you share a story about a time when you had to redefine or rediscover your sense of purpose?
1: Yes. Um, So, this is actually going to go back to the homeless man again, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, I wanted to start the soup kitchen. Earlier, I was talking about how I hired their attorney... I paid the $1,400 for me to be, for the attorney to fill out the paperwork for me to be a nonprofit. Uh, I had to literally stop and reconsider how I was going to get the funds in order to do that, you know? I want to do the soup kitchen. I really do. It's still in my mind. Uh, I even announced that I was going to do this. And, uh, and then just out of middle of nowhere, I had always said it was a project. I never really fully announced it. I always said that it was a project that I was trying to start. You know, um, and I wanted people to kind of get the momentum going behind it, kind of like get enthusiastic about it because in Alma, this is a food desert. We only have Walmart and Meyer in all of Gratia County, all of Gratia County. And that is here in Alma. That is it. We don't even have Siler's out in, uh, what was it? Breckenridge anymore or Merrill. Uh, so Alma is a food desert. You can only get food from the grocery stores now. Really, besides Wilson's out in Sumner or something, you know, uh, you're always going to have those small town gas station stuff. But I forget where I was going here with this, uh, to be honest with you guys. Um, I had to stop and rethink how I can make this project into a reality. And I have goals... To get to the soup kitchen, um, I don't want to rely on someone else to give me the funds for the soup kitchen. Mm -hmm. I have to come up with the funds myself, then.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: So that's how I'm going to do it is using my own businesses to fund this one business that has the most passion and purpose out of anything. To be honest with you, inspiring you for success is the passion that I have for inspiring you for success isn't anything compared to what the soup kitchen is going to be. Right, right. And it's because passion and purpose, you know, you're going to set goals to get there. And my goal was in EC Beta Solutions needs to be up and going so I can use that to funnel into it. Inspiring You for Success needs to be up and going so I can funnel that into it, you know. I need to come up with another way to funnel funds into it without relying on other people so that's a very good example on how i had to basically halt myself what was your question and how did you say it um rethink your passion or purpose and that's really i had to swing my entire mindset around from starting the soup kitchen to focusing on one of the businesses I already have going and starting a whole new business in order to funnel funds into this one business that I wanted to do.
2: Right. I think uh, it's important to be able to redefine your passion and your purpose because sometimes when people might go about um, carrying out their purpose in such a way that it doesn't work out the way that they thought it would, you know? They, yes. they set goals and they try to go out and achieve them and it's just not working out. They don't know enough. They don't have enough resources for it. You have to be able and to... And that's
1: exactly what I was getting out when I said I was starting the project for the soup kitchen. I was biting on more than I can chew. Right, right. And I really needed to stop, rethink, how can I take smaller, actionable steps to get me to that point What would be easier for me to make sure I have funds in my nonprofit to the point where I don't need to rely on someone, you know, to give me twenty-five bucks, you know, here twenty-five bucks there, you know, versus my business is okay here, you know, ten thousand dollars a month here. There you go. Right. You know, I had to come up with a way for that myself. Right. I had to swing my entire purpose around. And it really sucked, but you got to do that sometimes.
2: Right. And it's a, it's a learning experience that uh, you can benefit from. Yeah. You, you learn from that and you can use that information that you know now, not just to help yourself, but you can help other people who are maybe going through the same thing.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and another reason why inspiring you for success is what it is. Um, uh, even if someone came up to me, uh, You know what? One of the guest stars that I was talking to you about, Gordon Duncan, right? Oh, uh, He basically does the same thing that we're doing here with Inspiring You for Success. He is another very good individual that I feel like if he would guest star for us, it would be amazing because we share the same passion and purpose. Uh, He owns, it's Capitalize Your Best. Um, It's his own... uh, Basically personal, it's more of a professional development program. Uh, It's more of a marketing, from my understanding. Mm -hmm. I haven't ever taken anyone else's own, uh, like, uh, Inspiring You for Success has your Ignite, your success journey program, you know. I haven't ever taken anyone else's, like, coaching or classes or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't really know how a lot of people about doing all that but I know how I personally would and that's another thing too that um, you can't really compare your passion and purpose to everyone else's but everyone else could ha- share your own passion and purpose
2: right yeah
1: um, I want to ask you what practices or habits do you cultivate in order to stay connected with your sense of purpose on a daily basis
2: you know, um, I think that the biggest thing that you can do is if you have a purpose, like I said before, it's really, um, uh, proportionate to the goals that you set.
1: Smart so goals. Down,
2: Yeah. Write the goals down that you want to achieve, read through them every day and come up with ways you can go about to achieve them. And, uh, you know, if you're doing this, Every single day, you're going to come up with not just different ways to achieve them, but better ones. And okay. you can constantly constantly improve and learn from, say, oh, you made a mistake, you write it down. What did I do wrong? What did I do right? right? It's just a way to improve. So write it Write it all down and go over it every single day.
1: Now, uh, I keep bringing up SMART goals. Uh, it, there is an acronym for it. I personally, myself, did not come up with it. Uh, but it is very valuable, and I thought it would be okay to um, be able to mention it. It is, uh, SMART goals is specific, measurable, um, achievable, time-bound, or no, hold on. I gotta see the wording for SMART in front of me, Wow. Um, in order to say it. So, uh, it's gonna be specific, measurable, um, achievable, uh, what's R? Hold on. Um. I'm trying to think of it. Jesus. S- Why can I not think of it off of the top of my head suddenly? And I I've tried Just to got through out. it of it all too. Uh, mm-hmm. Sentence smart goals specific measurable. Here, you know what? I all have it. Right, you can find it. I I can easily find it because I actually made a diagram myself and threw it on inspiring you for success's website. Actually, again, I'm not claiming it as mine. I did not come up with this acronym, but it is something that is very applicable, and whoever actually did come up with the Ackerman genius. Um, it is, uh, set clear goals, take action, embrace challenges, plan and prioritize and stay positive. That's what I said, uh, the steps towards success is, but setting smart goals would be specific, measurable, um, Time bound art specific measurable um actionable What is R I wanna keep wanting to say repeatable, I
2: don't
1: know why. No, um not repeatable. Um smart goals, hold on. You could Google it. That's what I'm doing now. At this point, I tried coming up with it. I thought I had the smart goals on my website, but no, it was actually an acronym for uh, steps towards success. Um, ah, sus- attainable, realistic, in time-bound goals. That's what it is. Set smart goals: specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, time-bound goals. And yes, that. I can't stress that enough. Um, it was killing me that I could not really get that out. But because of that acronym, I tried coming up with my own acronym, and that was the Steps towards Success, right? So when it comes to the Steps towards Success, I said set clear goals, take action, embrace challenges, plan and prioritize, and then stay positive that is the steps towards success. So not only do you have to set SMART goals, you should follow the steps towards success. Um, To break these down a little bit more, uh, define, uh, wow, it actually, look at that. SMART goals right there, Uh, the first step is setting SMART goals, guys, okay? So I broke down this even further for you guys, basically. Uh, Take action, move forward with determination and courage. Take consistent steps towards your objectives, right? E, embrace challenges, view obstacles as opportunities for growth and learning, and persist in the face of adversity. P. Prioritize and plan. Develop well-organized plan. Prioritize task and manage time effective and stay on track. Um, stay positive. Cultivate a positive mindset. Believe in yourself. Maintain and help a helpful outlook on your journey. So not only do you need to be able to set smart goals, you should actually follow inspiring you for success's steps towards success. We came up with our own acronym. And I'm just now introducing it, even though it's been on the website since before the podcast started. Hmm. So we're going to have to start doing something with that acronym a little bit more, too. Maybe next episode we'll talk more about the steps towards success then. okay, What do you think of that? I know on the website for the podcast, episode four Four actually. I was
2: gonna say, what is, uh, you should probably talk about what the next uh, episode's gonna be.
1: Okay, so the steps towards success would actually be very relatable to it because it's building resilience and bouncing back from adversity. Ooh. So that is what the next episode, episode four would be, would be sharing strong strategies that develop resilience and overcome obstacles, turn in challenges and opportunities of growth. So I think we will be actually introducing the steps towards success quite a bit more. Um, And that there should really help, to be honest with you guys, because not only is Part of the steps towards success is setting SMART goals, like you said, mm-hmm. but it's also all the other stuff that I was saying. I hate myself for not remembering this acronym. Uh, I built it a while ago, though. Uh, step, set clear goals, take action, embrace challenges, plan and prioritize, and stay positive. Those are literally the five steps towards success. And I cannot put that better myself. Yeah,
2: I, I like that. That's, that is no, that's really actually...
1: Good. And it's actually a really nice little diagram well, thing yeah, here, I like too, that. I put together. Yeah. Sweet. So we're going to have to definitely start using that uh, more throughout the podcast, Absolutely. I believe, too. Oh, right. uh, instead of emphasizing SMART goals, we need to emphasize the steps towards success more. I like that. Um, so we're going to end this off here not too much further out here um we want to emphasize our sponsorship spots yet again because you know we want to be able to display three different sponsorship spots throughout the podcast guys on episode one was fit fuel smoothies so you know what i might edit this throw fit fuel smoothies into this podcast uh, sponsorship spot uh because it is my parents restaurant and they have an amazing selection of smoothies there i think they're coming up to 34 different flavors now or something. And they got fruity flavors. They got um, zesty flavor, you know, like any flavor for your palate, basically, Um, when it comes to smoothies. And they have proteins. They have vitamin Cs and all that that they can throw in that smoothie for you. Nice. Uh, it's just incredible. Uh, So if you're a company or an individual and you would like to be a sponsor, please feel free, reach out. Um, definitely, for sure. Uh, let's. There ain't going to be video for it, but let's cue the sponsorship. Boom. All right, is the sponsorship over? Is it done yet? Did I cut it? Did I edit it? Did I do anything? Is it here? Is it there? Where'd it go? I don't know. Let's see. Maybe the magic of editing will do something about this. Um, So we're going to close it off. Uh, We want to thank you guys for uh, tuning in, listening on your favorite platforms, whether that's uh, Apple Music or, wow, Apple Music, yeah, (laughs) Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or Facebook. We really appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, Jacob, do you want to add anything into the closing thoughts here?
2: Don't expect me to sing. Oh, okay. I
1: guess don't expect Jacob to sing. That's why he wants to include in the closing thoughts here. Um,
2: well, I guess. So. Well, you you mentioned that's that's what I thought of when you mentioned the uh, Apple Music. I was like, I I ain't singing for nobody.
1: No, no, no. But we'll sit here and talk, guys. <laughs> we're good at talking. We're very vocal people. Um. Anyway, so uh, we're gonna end this episode off here. I hope you guys found it informational. Um. I, as the podcast is concluded here towards the end, I realized myself I was a lot better in the first two than this one, but I can go back on this one and look at where I need to improve what I did wrong here. And I think what I did wrong here is I wasn't relying on my notes Mm -hmm. as much. Or the script or something. So mm-hmm. I think that really played a difference in my quality of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just me trying to find a good in between of things, you right. know, for right. all of that. But we're gonna end it all here, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you would, please give a heart this, uh, like this, share this, whatever you might be on your podcast platform that you're listening. Uh, to get our word out there to others, uh, share it with the other individuals, I share your aspirations, or even ours, you know. Um, I'm going to keep it at that, guys. Stay inspired. I have been Gabriel Isles.
2: I'm Jacob Lyons.
1: And this has been Inspiring You for Success. Have a nice one, folks.
0: As we conclude another insightful episode of Inspiring You for Success, we hope you've gleaned wisdom and inspiration to fuel your journey toward personal and professional growth. The world of AI and technology is a vast landscape of possibilities, and we're here to explore it with you. If you found value in our discussions, please consider subscribing, rating, and leaving a review on your preferred podcast platform. Share this podcast with those who share your aspirations, for together we can uplift and inspire. Join us in our next episode as we delve deeper into the realms of personal development and success guided by the ever-expanding horizons of AI technology. Until then, remember that with AI, your journey transforms into an odyssey of possibilities. Stay inspired, stay motivated, and let's continue unlocking that extraordinary potential within you.